The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with your host, Dee Lee. It is common for all of us to take things for granted, the familiar in our daily lives. For example, our home, our job, our health, our relationships with family and friends and pets. By paying attention and polishing your own life gems, you can add your light to life. And that creates a mighty gem. On today's program, you will learn how paying attention to the small things can make your life mighty. So polish the facets of the extraordinary jewels around you by joining your host, Dee Lee. Learn how being mighty is possible when you polish the extraordinary jewels in your life. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show, Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels in life. My name is Dee Lee, and today we're exploring how to uh, look at the jewel of present. And also how we tend to be rushing to slow down to be present. It's quite a, an exercise because we tend to do this in a lot of moments during our day. So what are gems and jewels really? They're stones and tend to have different value for every person. It really depends on how each person relates to them. And individually, they can have a true value that they have um, but it's really dependent upon how the person looks at it. As a little stone or pebble, the stones could be considered to be very small from a physical size, but could have a huge value in terms of a different sense and basic effect. As we are spotlighting everyday jewels, we are taking a closer look at ordinary things in our daily living that are really magnificent when we stop and pay attention as with jewels, the value is in the eye of the beholder. The sparkle can be a different attraction for everyone, but it tends to catch our attention. We are inspired. Today, we are taking a pause to explore daily routines and ways to support um, being present without rushing to be there. We have been taking a long, deep look within ourselves as we have been prospecting and taking a look at the mighty gems and jewels that we each are as individuals. As we grow and expand within, so we also affect our surroundings and others we relate to. Carl Honari said, your best ideas, those eureka moments that turn the world upside down, seldom come when you're juggling emails, rushing to meet the 5 p.m. deadline, or straining to make your voice heard in a high-stress meeting. They come when you're walking the dog, soaking in the bath, or swinging in a hammock. Do you find yourself rushing around all day when you are trying to also be present with each moment? How do you feel when you take a pause in the middle of rushing around? Do you feel guilty? Sometimes we do need to rush, but most of the time we end up being an, on autopilot. 
from our mindset, we know that we need to work on our scheduling minutes to meditate and connect within ourselves. That's on the high level in our mind, you know, and we, we tend to go over it and over it. It's like a routine. Sometimes the routines get interrupted and um, we put ourselves in a, with internal pressure to be zipping around, doing emails, making phone calls, and paying attention to other noisy minutiae that shows up in our day. So, did you find yourself rushing around today to get here? Do you find that a typical day has you wondering where did it disappear to? Do you find yourself rushing to be present? You rush around all day and then you try to cram in some exercise and meditation or moments. So you're rushing to a yoga meeting at, you know, in the evening. What does the word presence mean? Having presence means being able to be here in the moment, being aware of yourself, and also being aware of the effect you have on your world around you. It is always helpful to take a look at the key words that we are exploring as they're a source of our focus and can mean different things to different people. The word rushing is an interesting one. The meaning of the word to do something quickly comes from the mid-1600s. To hurry something or someone along is from the 1850s. A mass migration of people, uh, the terminology was uh, referred to people um, or around the period 1848 when there was a lot of people focused on going um, to gold fields or going uh, what they called the gold rush. The surge of pleasures comes from the 1960s and that was when a lot of people were looking at different ways to be and the word rush hour interestingly enough was first recorded in 1888. When you think about the term and the effect of the word, rushing to the gold fields, hmm, what happened to the people who got there? Was there really enough to go around to make it all worth it? Being in a rush hour physically going from somewhere to somewhere has an effect of actually slowing down when the masses all start going in the same direction and everything gets clogged up from a physical movement perspective, actually not moving. In putting this action into a different context, thinks, think about there being 60 seconds in a minute and 60 minutes in an hour. So you could be sitting for an hour of 3,600 3, seconds making a mad dash rushing to nowhere. Kind of an interesting concept. John Henderson said, when running to fill a time quota, however, the reverse happens. You, you can't make the time pass any faster by rushing. So you settle into a pace that feels right for you at the moment. Each minute above a quota is a little victory. So what happens when you feel yourself rushing because it doesn't seem that you have enough time to do something? You have thoughts that push you forward and it is fueled, fueled by adrenaline to make your body move. Your mind tells your body what to do. By practicing and training the thoughts in your mind, your body will follow the direction it is being told to go. You can come into this world as a little bud of potential. You learned how to open up through what you experienced. You're being made up of combined mixture of physical and spiritual aspects. And as you explore and open yourself to be able to know all of the possibilities available, you experience the choice of knowledge. You select what you want to know. 
somewhat like taking a book or as an option off the, the library shelf, which is possibilities, you take the specific experience, consume it, and discern that you're expanding in the same way as a, as a bud blossoms into a flower. The blossom takes time and requires certain external conditions to open, you know, so the bud does open. It's not in a rush. Some flowers open and close themselves depending on the external conditions, such as sunlight and um, having the different shifts within the, the, the day with the weather and also um, sunset and sunrise. How can we consciously make a change happen in our daily focus? It's really up to us to uh, use our inner practice and intention to make the change by daring to take a deliberate action. By really breaking this down to a level your mind can follow, it's really putting things into a process of a simple sequence that helps give the mind something to grasp as a step one, step two, and step three, and then move along with the results so the action is in a new direction. So really, it's it's a um, checkoff list for your mind, the insight, the choice, the action, and then a check-in point called the outcome. So when you take a look at this, by being conscious and making a conscious decisions to focus, you can start requesting that your actions be done differently. You can request this from your mind, and your body will follow. When you make the thoughts the important steps... The body follows those requests because of the relationship of the thoughts to the actions the body moves along and steps out of being in the rush, R-U-S-H. So when we look at this, the insight is I have abundant time. The choice, I adjust my physical speed or reaction by one half or three quarters. The action would be walk slower when you're going somewhere and pay attention to where you're stepping. Drive the speed limit uh, that's posted on wherever you're going. Take some time and pause and listen to people talking to you. And then take a few seconds you know, to answer. When you slow down and pay attention to where you are as an outcome, you will take notice of your surroundings so you can feel the true abundance of life. Reminders of colorful expression and joyful sounds around. You can actually have all of your senses helping you. You know, birds are chirping, water flowing in a fountain or stream. Smells from a garden floral bouquet. When you travel the speed limit, you will be able to react better if the traffic has sudden need to shift the flow. You become more aware of yourself and will immediately notice the different speed of life you're going with rather than having to, you know, when you've done previously, um, your awareness is at a whole different level. This self-awareness will empower you and give you options you can relate to from your change of experience. It will give you the feeling of confidence that you can do what you choose to do. And as a muse... I'm always intrigued with words and their differing effects on each of us. The effect I have um, a lot, you know, um, a lot of times I'll be in a poetic mode. And it's, it's a, an efficient way to capture thoughts and, you know, play with the words. And here's a poem that relates to the, the rushing around. It's called B, B-E. 
When you multitask, you're moving way too fast. So instead, slip into slow. Give yourself permission. Do nothing but listen. And you might feel humor and joy and find the time to be. So when you have identified you want to change, and you will likely want to do it now, N-O-W, with this comes a sense of imbalance as in the process. There tends to be a struggle between what was happening before with what needs to happen to move the change into the change that you're, you're desiring. It really doesn't have to be with a struggle. When you release the pushing towards the change and let it be and just go with the flow of being, it will you know, be basically um, a natural order reassessing itself and the change begins. You're in the flow, beginning with a trust in the process is a place to start. And rather than trying to force inner beingness or essence, do it. Your inner essence is like a seed. It's planted deep in your being. Each of us has a different seed, a different essence, and they have a natural unique form. And as a gardener of your inner being, allow the conditions to be there for the basics to start. In terms of a seed, it requires conditions for adequate soil, the right amount of water, sun and temperature and fertilizer for the seed to germinate and then grow. And if you micromanage the plant or the seed, you pull on it and constantly check on it. You know, how many roots are there? Well, as they're developing, the plant might say, heck, you know, this is not the way I want to be. And so they might wither up and die. As we go from within to the outside of ourselves with the intention of seeking a balanced reflective, it requires a certain combination of deep understanding of your inner self as well as your, your observing your um, alignment. And there are a lot of things that can be distracted because they can seem complex and mysterious. When you go from the inside to the outside with an open heart and expression, it can give you a basis of a place to start. So take a moment. You can always say, I will be back in a moment. Every now and then, you just want to bask in the moment when you feel something extraordinary. Whether it be something that makes you happy or sad, it doesn't have to be the product of anything life-changing or controversial. It can be the tiniest of things. And like the way a breeze blows you know, in the garden of flowers, the way a stranger smiles, at you, or even the sight of rain on a tombstone. I know it's a cliche to say by now, but we always rush through life trying to survive and trying to figure out who we are and what we're meant to become in life. But we rarely take time to feel things, even the slightest of emotions that we've made to think are insignificant. So I encourage you all to take some time to appreciate these small moments and ponder them. Stare for a while and listen to your thoughts stir. See what kind of inspiration is created from these moments. And then act on them. Experience the little things. Breathe and live. Douglas Pegley said, Some of the secrets, secret joys of living are not found by rushing from point A to point B, 
but by inventing some imaginary letters along the way. So really, our um, whole essence here is to look around, not be so linear possibly, but to really look at um, the opportunity to choose to do something in a different, you know, alphabetical uh, order. The healing system we have is already within each of us, and it can feel like a construction zone as you're designing and implementing your different elements. What is the best choice for yourself? Once you know how to access and use your inner wisdom, you can choose your path to get from where you are to where you want to be. And you don't have to rush. You're the designer in control of your own destiny. What it takes is really commitment and a clear focus on what you're truly wanting to you know, do. And that will then inspire things to be coming along and be attracted to make it happen. Jonathan Lockwood Huey said, spirit is always waiting to rush into us, but we are too full of worldly things. It is like trying to pour fine wine into a cup filled with mud. The wine is waiting, but the mud must be removed first. So how have you, had, have you ever had the feeling that you are always short of time? When you're looking at, constantly looking at your watch, have you felt like you needed to stop rushing and just be in the moment? And I think this is a uh, repeat discussion that people have with themselves, um, probably more than you know. You probably might not even touch on it within yourself, but you have a feeling like, I'm rushing, what am I doing? And if you take a, a few minutes to just think about um, being conscious when you're having a cup of tea or coffee and sit with someone, your, your significant other, your spouse, and really being with each other, you know, so that you can actually look at someone and say, good morning. What is, when was the last time you um, really stepped out into the rain and said, wow, this is really awesome. You know, this is expression coming uh, from nature. And you, you can actually feel dewdrops on your, your face or your hands. Um, that's pretty interesting. So really, it's, it's really seeing things that in a different way, feeling things in a different way, and taking the opportunity to make that part of your pausing um, to enjoy. And it's the little things, the simple things, uh, having the experience will actually have it so that you um, will remember that. Because those are little pleasures, and they're very um, present where you're, you're in there, um, actually um, experiencing something. So Ralph Waldo, Waldo Emerson said, we are always getting ready to live, but never living. And he was very um, much... Uh, a person who wanted to be out in nature and experience what was going on. You know, he felt like he was missing out somewhere. And um, that's that's a, an area that I believe most of us are around a park. Um, or if you're around uh, an area that you could walk where you, you have the ability to um, look closely at, you know, nature and, and all of the the beauty around that 
you know, it seems to know what it's supposed to do when it's supposed to do it, and it does it. So that could be an inspiration for us to be paying a bit more um, attention out there and also within ourselves. And it's something that takes cognizance, you know, I mean, essentially we have to be conscious and know that we're doing it, um, taking note that we're doing it. And on that note, we're going to take a note of a commercial here, and we'll be back and be not rushing into it, but we'll be diving into some new ideas. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. IntelliKey dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the IntelliKey to become a cat. So what is human IntelliKey? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humanintellikey.com. Be who you are here to be. And remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humanintellikey.com. That's human, E-N-T-E-L-E-C-H-Y.com. Have you ever met a muse? Or consider the possibility that you are a muse and didn't know it? A muse inspires creativity, happiness, and imagination. And that's something we need every day to feel fulfilled in life. The challenge is that most media focuses on negativity. But now there is a place for you and other musers to connect with positive energy, new possibilities, and personal growth. Join www.themightymuser.com to discover curated content designed to bring you to your best self. Becoming a muser will have a direct effect on how you feel. And as you feel good, your life is good. Join themightymuser.com. It's the choice that can change everything. are listening to Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels with D. Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Mighty Gems. and My name is D. Lee. We're talking about uh, rushing you know, to slow down to be present or rushing to be present. And what does it mean to really rush through life? Because it, all of our lives are made up of a continuous um, set of moments. Basically, you forget to live in the now. And there's been a lot of emphasis on paying attention more to what you're doing rather than just rushing around. Interestingly, um, the word now, when you turn it around and you look at it, it really has an, a fun effect. It, it spells one, W-O-N. So if you think about it in a context of playing with the word, you've won something for yourself when you become more present. 
And that brings excitement. I mean, the word itself, when you win something or you find you're out, you've, you've been uh, you've been selected to win something, you know, that's, that's where you feel like there's a celebration or it sparks your adrenaline and, wow, what, what is this? What is my, my something that I won? It really is um, paying attention. And when you take time to enjoy your mornings and, and you're um, stepping into your day in a little different way, uh, not rushing off to work, wherever that is. Um, it's an attitude, and you can really um, enjoy you know, some of the simple things. And looking at things around you when you're paying attention, you'll notice probably things that you never noticed before, or maybe things have changed. And it's a curiosity. Wow, I didn't realize that someone made that, or boy, that plant looks gorgeous. I didn't realize it was that type of plant or, you know, it's really taking the, the moments and appreciating things that you may not have realized. And this also means taking time to appreciate um, your loved ones. So really, Will Rogers said, half of our life is spent trying to find something to do with the time we have rushed through life trying to save. And instead, people, you know, what do people uh, do that are rushing you know they're they're doing rather than being which is a different way um, of approaching things and they might be um, working and connected on their laptops or their pcs or on their mobiles and iphones or they're checking their emails they're blogging multitasking um, keeping end endlessly moving paper around, shuffling paper, or flipping um, the different through the different sites on a PC. So it's really um, not clear as to what are they, you know, accomplishing when all, with all of this too. I mean, they're being busy. That's another uh, interesting word because people are always busy, and you ask someone, "How's it going?" I'm busy. And so it's it's really another assessment that they have in their life and of their life. They're busy. So why are we doing this? You know, what why would we even step towards this process and become uh, focused on it? So it's it's really interesting because if you're running from one task to another, you're always going to have another task to run to. It's like a never-ending list of things that you, um, they're called to-do items, but do you really want to do them? Um, how many of them are required so that you can get through your day and end the day in, in a, a way to know that you've accomplished something? Do you hurry through um, relationship discussions so that you can get on to work or onto your to-do list rather than taking and pausing to have a discussion with your um significant other or your your kids or taking a moment which is comes up as a surprise maybe someone shows up at the door and it's someone you haven't seen for a while do you just shut the door or do you not answer so it's always seeming to be in a hurry so that you know what are you rushing around for are you rushing around online or physically with people when you're talking to them are you actually listening 
to people or are you thinking in terms of the next conversation or the next thing that you have to get to? And, you know, when you think about it in terms of really stopping and taking a look, a closer look, this could be um, a, a an area that you're not really aware of, but even if you feel passionate about what you're doing in your work and or what you're accomplishing, are you really being overworked and in a system of lack uh, where you're lacking the feeling of having ample time? It's, a, it's an attitude again um, where you, you might not feel abundantly able to take the time to do some of these other um, areas. And when you're in the present mode, um, how do you feel when you're in the present mode? It feels almost like a gift. And you feel more conscious about what you are physically doing. And it, it, it does raise some questions that, you know, if you're conscious about choosing something to work on or do, um, check in how you feel when you're doing this. So, if you're consciously taking time in the morning to meditate, check in with yourself and feel how positive that feels. It's really, um, it, it can give you some really good feelings. And so essentially you might um, get almost, I mean, until you practice well enough to say, okay, well, I'm going to sit here and take 15, 20 minutes that I did didn't have before and I'm going to just pause um, does that mean you have to rush through other areas in the, the morning to have this pause you know like do you have to rush through a shower well that's a shower is actually a way to wake up and um, rushing through something that is helping you wake up doesn't seem like a very good choice but it's really uh, being awake and you know, checking in with yourself. How are you feeling about whatever you're doing? And does it feel like it's a good choice? So when you get into this mode, um, your day might not seem exactly as you think it will be during the day, but when you practice more and more and stay more tuned in, um, it's amazing how many certain things that show up, you can actually say, no, thank you. And feel good about it. It doesn't feel like it's the critical um, choice that you have to do. And you can end the day going, wow, I, I remember everything I did. And what I thought about the day was just, wow, that was an awesome day. So it, it's, a, um, it's a way of taking a different routine. And if you move your, yourself into a choice of routines or, or just take a look, a snapshot of one day. Um, if you can't remember what you've been doing during that day, um, it might be a good idea to take a day, any day that you're um, feeling like is more or less typical and jot down your schedule. It's kind of like taking a, a look at a snapshot saying, okay, well, I've done this, this, and this. And within you know, an hour of time or break it down even more if you're moving through things. So you can make an assessment. You can look at it after the day's um, come and gone and say, wow, you know, I could be doing other things. I could be making choices of um, driving in a different 
you know, uh, process, you know, going different route than I normally do just to explore. I'm curious, you know, how does it, um, how does it go from point A to B, um, like the quote previously, come up with some other alphabet and put those in your, your mix and see what happens and how does it feel. Maybe you run into someone. Some of this sometimes develops uh, synchronicity where you may not have run into people that you have seen before and may not see regularly. But on the queue, if you change and then have something like that happen, it's, it's really very exciting because that means that you're in the flow. So it's, it's really taking opportunities and following routines in and out, but things that serve you. And if you feel that um, things don't serve you, those are the areas that you want to take a closer look at. Because it's really those that you're rushing around and they're not serving uh, how your intentions are then um, they're like little bumps that you, you need to move out of the way so you can have more continuous flow. And the result of a lot of movement and focus in this area has really, um, you know, people rushing and trying to get places and then trying to also be doing yoga and taking time for themselves and taking care of themselves. It's really um, almost... A job in itself and people feel stressed. They're overscheduled and interestingly enough our children are being raised with this attitude of this is okay, I'm busy and I'm overworked in my list and I'm overscheduled, which is the norm. So the word busy becomes almost an overused excuse not to focus and um, it almost becomes the conversation nugget that if someone says, I'm busy, take a look. Are they really aware of what they're busy about? And is, you know, it's not sitting in judgment, but it's really saying, hmm, I wonder if this person has ever taken time to take a few minutes and take a look at how they are working within their days. So, um, People really aren't working longer hours. It's just there's lots of activities that are, you know, choices that they make in signing up and becoming committed to, but they may not really think of them as work. And they, their body might think of it as work because their mind has said, okay, I've signed up for this. I'm committed to it. So I'm going to go do that. And they forget. They forget their intentions. They forget their, their desire to slow down and enjoy life. They've forgotten something there. It's, it's very interesting. When you do start remembering, oh, yeah, I, can, I do have the ability to say no, thank you. And how does that feel? It gives you a different feeling when you can make that kind of a choice. If it's not going to be a problem for you or for someone else, and it's more from an optional perspective, um, that saying no thank you actually is very empowering. So what what is it that we really um, do when we're rushing? Um, and with it being in the present moment, when we're rushing to be present, um, that's almost an opposite you know, exercise. And 
we, we really try to take a more active look and say, what happens when you rush through life? When you rush, you miss out on the journey. You're missing on living in the moment. And you miss out precious moments because each of the moments are precious. And when you're busy, you're not paying attention to how you're going, too. So it's it could be that you um, are setting um, priorities that might seem like they're very actively or maybe they're they're ones that somebody else is requiring you to do but it's really you do have the ability and the permission to make your choices and there are certain things that obviously you have to confer with people and work together with your family members on different things but it's really up to you to to make that choice and say okay can I can whatever it is um, is it so important that uh, can it wait or can it be avoided? Um, can I take it off my list? What happens if I do? And as you're making your decisions on all of these, it's like almost taking a look at your day as a, a recipe. And at the end of the day, you want to be able to, to come through and through the day and the moments and say, wow, that was very tasty. I really enjoyed that. And when you make a, a, an assessment like that, you're going to want to put other ingredients in that recipe so that you can actually you know, have that feeling at the end of the day. And so what kind of a, ingredients, you know, people take a look at recipes and food and focus a lot on that. And so you can think of your day almost like from that aspect, if you want, if you're a foodaholic or like to think in those terms and um, find you know, ways to actually have more of the spices in there and um, not so much salt. You know, it's, it's really taking a chance to listen to yourself and, you know, check in if you're out for a walk. What is it around you that is giving you a, a good feeling? And when you try new things, you know, other, other things get to a point where you're going, hmm, wonder why I used to do that. It's a change of habit. It's 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 an ability to um, operate in a way that um, it's different, and you're going to then feel like you're not having to rush to have that experience, and you are in control. So if you slow down a little, take some risks, challenge what's being out been out there before that you were rushing to accomplish. And let other people um, get crazy. You know, you can you can actually um, enjoy it if you take the time to be there for yourself. Um, Gandhi said, "There is more to life than increasing its speed." And amazingly, you know, people say, "I'm busy." They check out, and you know, they probably do that. Um, because they're overwhelmed. So how do we stop rushing through life? That's, that's a very, um, I mean, that's getting things into the front of us and saying, oh, well, how, how can I do this? And it's really um, trying to not be trying to do everything all the time, be on, have your on button on. It's really taking um, some time to de-stress and... Um, find ways that you can really 
um, not have to rush because then the time feels like it's uh, like you're on vacation maybe it's slower and when you become aware of this you're going to find that it's going to become in your mind a very important part of the ingredients for your day Eileen Katie said it is important from time to time to slow down to go away by yourself and simply be so you want to stop rushing and having yourself travel through your path and your take some more of it as a destination focus and have your journey through your day so it, it's really um, taking some opportunity to take a look at your list start your day out when you wake up with an attitude of gratitude and with that attitude of gratitude you know you're going to feel blessed in your mind too you're shifting your mind and when your thoughts and your mind are in alignment with not being rushed um, you're going to find yourself your body is going to require you to be in that mode more and more it's, it's a it's a very interesting shift and in doing that too you're going to find you will not have to rush you can pause and really muse on that note we're going to take a, a short break and we will be right back Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Have you ever met a muse? Or considered the possibility that you are a muse and didn't know it? A muse inspires creativity, happiness, and imagination. And that's something we need every day to feel fulfilled in life. The challenge is that most media focuses on negativity. But now, there is a place for you and other musers to connect with positive energy, new possibilities, and personal growth. Join www.themightymuser.com to discover curated content designed to bring you to your best self. Becoming a muser will have a direct effect on how you feel. And as you feel good, your life is good. Join themightymuser.com. It's the choice that can change everything. Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. Intellike dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the intellike to become a cat. So what is human intellike? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humanintellike.com. Be who you are here to be. And remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humanintellike.com. That's human, E-N-T-E-L-E-C-H-Y.com. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's one 888 
346-9141. You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Mighty Gems. My name is Dee Lee. And we're taking a look at uh, rushing to slow down to be present. Um, sounds almost like a difficult choice, you know, in a lot of our lives because we are so overscheduled. And so we're, we're taking a look here at how can we do this? You know, there are active ways that you can start really enjoying your life. Um, you can do less on your schedule or you can schedule less. You know, even though this might seem counterproductive, you know, is it always necessary, I guess, ask yourself, how productive is this, whatever it is you're doing? Is it the busy part, always being busy? And so if you're really um, wanting to take an active role for yourself in designing your day and your way of doing things, um, go through and Make a a choice list of things that you think you have to do and then get rid of half of them. It's very interesting how most of the things that we put ourselves through, we don't really have to do them when we think we do. And you might just leave some off the list, see if they show up again. So it's really uh, taking things that are important, obviously taking care of yourself, um, having three meals or five meals, however you're you've designed your meal situation and you know have it so that you are slowing your pace down and when you're eating eat away from your desk you know, otherwise you're gulping it you're reading something you're trying to multitask and and more than likely you don't even know what you've eaten or you aren't sure what the flavor and the texture is you aren't really uh, checking in with eating and seeing its benefit, you're just consuming it. So that's that's these are just some suggestions that um, you can make these choices because these are habits that you or situations that you're at, and you know when you are more conscious with with yourself doing these different aspects, you'll be making different choices or checking in and how did that feel or how did that taste. Also, when you're driving, drive as you're driving rather than trying to multitask with being on the phone, talking to people, being distracted, and drive slower. It's very interesting how people um, can get so distracted if if things change where they've moved uh, stop signs or stoplights or added things, people on autopilot will not see them. And that can be very dangerous for everybody. So it's really being more awake, uh, literally awake and looking around and being present. You're not rushing to be there. You're right, you're right there. And that will help keep you there on going forward. And when you're taking time with sharing, um, you know, really um, slow down. You know, instead of talking fast and trying to get on to the next thing, you know, take time and really talk with the person that you're talking with, your your family, your spouse, and your pets. Take time to talk to your pets. They're part of your family. And what you want to do here is really put your heart and your mind together and 
um, feel? How did this? How does this react? Or what is the reaction when I do this? So you're being present. You're not rushing, and you're really seeing the effect. I mean, maybe it will generate smiles from your family. You know, it will make everybody calm down when all of us are not rushing around. And our pets amazingly know the the speed to operate. Um, curiosity, and they try to help us or remind us to slow down by being there and talking to us and demanding attention. Um, so don't brush them off. They're there helping you. Um, you can make a plan for your day and uh, you own your plan. You can try to um, accomplish things in a priority list, but really also manage it well so that you give yourself breaks in between because there are a lot of people that have so many things on their list that, you know, it's like getting on a on a track and just run, 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 and they don't take any breaks. They might fall off the track. So it's really not being overwhelmed and um, so stressed. Um, you, you'll enjoy your day. You'll feel like you end the day and know what you did. And you'll be able to likely accomplish things in a better way. So you might not have to redo something. So it's really taking um, time to relax in between and some people don't like to feel like they're um, relaxing because they don't feel like that's production. You know, it's, it's really better to take a stretch, even if it's for a moment, you know, and stretch yourself, um, stand up, close your eyes, breathe, and um, maybe walk around outside wherever you are and have a different perspective. It doesn't have to take very long. And when you get back to wherever you were focused, um, likelihood is that you'll feel better and that you'll be able to actually um, be more productive because you're less hurried. And the idea of multitasking has been around, um, and I think it's um, it used to be one, I think there's more awareness now, but it's really taking it so that you can break the tasking down and in the long run, it's not going to help to do everything because you're, what you're doing is it's um, also causing you not to be able to concentrate on things. So you're probably not doing them as well. So you're, the quality of whatever you're doing isn't there. So you've got distraction going on with multiplicity. You might also have a lot of noise if you have TVs and phones and um, variety of people wandering around um, trying to get your attention. And so it's really finding a place for yourself, wherever that is, and being able to have that as a, an area that you can feel like you, you're in command of what goes on there and, and being focused and um, part of the balance there. And when you make things happen for yourself, it's amazing how that will feel because you're going to feel more in control uh, of things, your busy schedule. If you're um, finding it one where the control of things is, the you're not in control, this will give you a feeling like you are in control when you feel that you've gotten to the end of your day and you can say, wow, 
I've actually I am actually energized, and so it, it's taking time, um, not just literally doing things off the the list, but also taking time for yourself, where you're going to um, take you know 15 minutes. I mean, it's walk around and have it so that you um, take time so that you can um, be quiet and listen um, and feel good. You know, do something different um, that you don't normally do. Because when you change your, your perspective on some of this too, you'll find that it, it gives you a refreshment that's um, very beneficial. And when you take a look around and do this, there are a lot of ways that you can do this without um, money. And it's very, um, it feels luxurious and abundant. And as you're giving up things, choosing to give up things, choosing to say no thank you, you're actually changing your life because this actually changes the focus. And you can um, be in more, um, I mean, basically you're not pushing yourself up against deadlines and having a little bit more flavor of what you're doing is, is like the opportunity to know what you're feeling in it too. So, um in this process, you're going to find yourself feeling a lot more joy and being able to be present. You're going to be like having the um, sense, all of your senses will become available. Like it's like the spices, the sizzle, the sensation of energized ability here when you make a choice. And change is really in your power. And you can get yourself motivated and going when you make these little shifts. And so, essentially, um, Thich Nhat Hanh said, when you calm your body and your emotions, you restore yourself and restore peace to the world around you. And then, basically, you're accepting and getting into actions. So, remember the the, um, simple list of one insight, one choice one action and what is that outcome so if you take that simplicity and apply it to your choices it'll be amazing how you'll really start feeling um, in control of the the choices and so essentially um, you know it's it's really keeping in mind um, you know Rachel Brothern said, life is made up of a collection of moments that are not ours to keep. The pain we encounter throughout our days spent on this earth comes from the illusion that some moments can be held on to. Clinging to people and experiences that were never ours in the first place is what causes us to miss out on the beauty of the miracle that is in the now. All of this is yours, yet none of it is. How could it be? Look around you. Everything is fleeting. So, not everything is rushing, but um, being open to, in a mindset, looking around and being creative to design how you want to be in this process, you're actively choosing things to surround yourself and choices. And Mighty Gems is sparkling as gems and focusing on our personal values. We look around. Buddha said, the trouble is you think you have time. Start the journey now. And as we continue to connect within ourselves and nature, 
one insight, one choice, and one action, we broaden our prospecting arena and can go up and above and beyond where we ever believed we could grow. Buddha also said, in the sky there is no distinction of east and west. People create distinctions out of their own minds and then believe them to be true. So be really careful what you believe. Join me next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great weekend and don't rush into it. Thank you for joining D. Lee for Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels. Be sure to come back for another great show next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you here next week. We'll be right back.